What's up, Benchwarmers? I'm Matthew. And I'm Kellen. And welcome to our fantasy football special. Let's get into it. So as most people thinking about their fantasy football drafts coming up or are currently in the process of doing some research for that, what are some players that you feel like people should be looking out for? Like, yes, you should take Scott if you can get him. Yeah, so I feel like number one on my list is Kyle Pitts. He's a tight end at the Atlanta Falcons. And I think one stat that really stands out to me is he's the first rookie tight end to have uh, 1,000 receiving yards in a season in the last 60 years. And most notably, the last person to do it was Mike Ditka. Great tight end for the Bears. And uh, last year, he was a top threat. Uh, for the Falcons, and was often lined up uh, against opponents' top DBs. And that's one reason he only had one touchdown last year. But uh, his last year in college, he had uh, he scored 12 touchdowns in only eight games. So I think with the uh, addition of Drake London, I think that puts him at wide receiver one and might take the, the, uh, the best DB off of him. Ooh. And so he might he might get a lot more receptions. He'll be a lot more open. Maybe even uh, lined up against some linebackers. So I think he will be uh, hot and ready to go. So he's on the top of my draft board, and I think he should be on the top of y'all's too. So yeah, that's a great point. Even if he um, even without the touchdowns, he's really solid that last half last year, especially in PBR leagues, um, as he got caught those receptions. Um, yeah, I think you'd be a really good one. Yeah, and so the next person I have on my list is Elijah Moore. Uh, he's a wide receiver for the New York Giants. I think uh, one reason that he, he really didn't pop off last year was he was really suffering through some minor injuries, uh, especially at the early part of last season, and I think that really held him back. And But I all the reports I've seen from training camp say that um, he's back and better than ever. And I think he's a clear-cut wide receiver one. Uh, even though they drafted um, Garrett Wilson first round, uh, I think he's still there. I think he's still gonna gonna be very good this year. So as long as he stays healthy, he's gonna be good. He's gonna uh, he's definitely gonna be pumping out some points. So yeah, I'll definitely say uh, Moore and Pitts. They both they helped me get in a good position to win my fantasy league last year. So. <laughs> Definitely high on them again this year. Yeah, so next person uh, I have on my draft board is Rashad Bateman. Uh, he's a wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. And I think the I think one key that really uh, has him high on my board is the position that he's in in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore traded uh, Hollywood Brown away uh, to the Cardinals, and I think that it puts him in the clear-cut position one. And I, I would say he not not just the position he's in, but he also the perform performance he had with Hollywood Brown. Mm. Uh I wouldn't draft him just because he's the number one wide receiver, but also uh with he has amazing hands and he's just so versatile. He has positional versatility and I think he can line up outside, inside. Uh, he can do a lot. He's uh kinda like Debo, but I I don't think he's ever played running back, but yeah, he's a little bigger, but I think he's good. Last year, he was hurt early on, but he came back, and I think he's really hitting his stride late in the season. So it'll be good to see a full training camp, full season ahead of him. So excited for that. 
Yeah, so uh, I think one running back that we're all excited to watch is Brees Hall, running back at uh, the New York Jets, doubling up on the Jets today. Mm-hmm. Um, never thought I would say that. But, uh, <laughs> I think he's a great prospect, and he had three great years at Iowa State. And I think one really uh, one key factor that really makes him attractive to me is that he can catch the football. I think uh, in your fantasy league, if your running back is dual threat, he can run the ball, he can catch the ball. I feel like that's the instant, like, he's going to be performing better than those backs that can only run the ball. And w- I just looking at his overall, like, situation in uh, New York, I feel like one thing that also puts him above other running backs is they have a pretty good O-line. Um, even though Makai Becton is out, they still have a strong center in Connor McGovern and two strong guards. So the push up the middle is great with uh, Vera Tucker at right guard and Tomlinson at left guard. And I feel like coming out of college, he's a better prospect than Najee Harris, and he'll be running behind a better line. So uh, I think we should really expect great things from him. And he's a big back. He's ready to run through some people. And he has the push with the O-line. So I think he's getting put in a good position. Yeah, definitely. Like In the PPR, you mentioned his being able to catch the ball well. Um, PPR leagues, that's a huge plus. You've seen recent seasons, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara having monster seasons um, in PPR because of catching that. And I remember we're both Baylor football fans. And... Remember Brees Hall at Ohio, Iowa State kind of running over Taylor several times. Yes. So we know him very well. We've watched him. So excited to see what he can do in New York. Yeah. Um, my last uh, person that uh, I have on my list is Michael Pittman, wide receiver at Indianapolis. Uh, he had a strong showing uh, sophomore year with pretty good numbers. He had 88 receptions. Uh, 1,082 receiving yards and fantasy uh, wise he finished 22 in the wide receiver race so I mean that's not not top 10 but I th- still pretty strong with the numbers he had For and sure. having T.Y. Hilton there uh, alongside him uh, I think one one really main uh, negative thing that Michael Pittman had in his situation is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, me personally, I am not a fan of him. I I never really thought he was that good. I've He had that one jinx year when they... Uh, he was hurt, wasn't he, when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he put him in a good position, but... Yeah, um, but I think with the cha- quarterback change, it'll, it'll really benefit Michael Pittman. And I think he's really the clear-cut wide receiver one in that uh, wide receiver room. And with Matt Ryan coming in, I'm still I don't I don't think Matt Ryan is a top tier quarterback at any means. He was at one point in his career, but he has that uh, he has the experience, and he's helped other wide receivers have big seasons like Julio Jones mm-hmm. in Atlanta, and so we might see that same uh, happening with Pittman and Ryan. So we'll see this year. Those are my top five people you should watch out for and have on your draft draft board list that's great so with that being said let's move on to some other players that maybe some people should stay away from 
Yeah, so Mike Gusecki. I think Mike Gusecki, who's the tight end for the Miami Dolphins, um, I feel like I've always had him very high on my board. I drafted him last year. He played great for me. But I think this year, with the new coaching change with McDaniels, I think his role has really switched up. He was primarily um, a, a receiving tight end, blocked very, very little. Uh, I think his, his role switched a lot this year to a blocking uh, tight end, and he's lined up a lot more uh, on the line. And looking at some statistics last year, he lined up in the slot 94% of the time. And I think that's – he's not going to repeat that, especially in this new offense. And he cannot utilize his yards after catch uh, like he did last year. So I think that's one big negative red flag almost uh, to stay away from him. I mean, if uh, if you need a tight end late round, you can always go with him. He, he'll get you um, – he'll get you some points, but he's not going to be a top-tier tight end like he was last year. And also – most notably with the addition of Tyreek Hill, he's definitely going to be competing uh, for his receptions with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell in the run-heavy defense. So I think for me personally, it's really an avoid just with his situation. And so I think y'all should do the same. Yeah, that's a good point. You think maybe he kind of shifts into that kind of production-wise that maybe Rob Gronkowski did his last couple years in Tampa. Like similar, he kind of took on a different role as a more of a blocking tight end than receiving. Yeah, for sure. That's a great comparison. Yeah, next person I have on my list is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he's a wide receiver at Arizona. He got traded from the Texans, which we were both very sad about. Uh, yeah. Rip. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think one of the biggest red flags for me is that he already is starting off the season with a six-game suspension for breaking the NFL's drug policy. I think um, you should you should not have him on. You should not draft him in the first place, uh, because having someone that is suspended for six games just first off wasting a wasting one of your picks and wasting a spot on your team, I feel like that is already putting your team at a comp compromise and like you you just shouldn't do it, mm-hmm. and you can you can definitely get some better uh, talent. Um, you might be if. Uh, the seventh week is coming up, and no one has him. You can pick him up, see what he does, but don't draft him. You can, If you really want him, you can pick him up later. And uh, last year, he really wasn't his dominant self either, so he only had one game with double-digit receptions and two games with more than 80 receiving yards. So I don't see this. I don't see the same production. I don't see... Uh, too, too many pros, so I'm going to pass on DeAndre Hopkins and hopefully let someone else pick him so I can beat them. So, yeah, That's a good point. Like, And another thing is they just traded for Marquise Brown um, from Baltimore. The same reason you see, you, you just said, Rashad Bateman's going to increase in his receptions and Hollywood Brown is going to bring DeAndre Hopkins down probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's only so many receptions to go around in the league and they got to get balanced out somehow. So... I think even when he does come out, come back, um, it would be smart to avoid him a little bit until you see what he can do. Yeah, so uh, the next uh, player I have on my list is Adam Thielen, wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I think the first thing that kind of turns me off from Adam Thielen is just the fact that the Vikings already have Justin Jefferson, 
rising star, has a great talent, uh, just an explosive player. And I think when you combine uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, especially since Adam Thielen, he suffered, he's been dealing with an ankle injury uh, the last couple of seasons. So I think the Vikings might move on from Adam Thielen in a couple of years. I don't think uh, he'll be targeted as much. And so just with Justin Jefferson and the chronic injuries that he's had, um, I don't think he's going to produce like he has been. And he's he's just not going to be there in fantasy-wise. So he's a pass, and I suggest you do the same. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, we've seen Jefferson kind of explode into stardom, and last year Thielen's role kind of went down a little bit. I would expect that to go down even more this year. So. Yeah. One person um, that I honestly, after looking at it, I was kind of surprised because I've been really high on Damian Harris, the running back for the New England Patriots. I I think last couple of years I've I've been thinking a lot about him, and now after looking at him, I saw that he has been splitting uh, carries pretty much half and half with uh, Ramondre Stevenson, and when you're looking to get a running back and you see that he's splitting carries, especially at half of the carries, that's you should not draft that person because it's basically a, a gamble on which person you draft. And almost 100% of the time, it's always the other person, I feel like, <laughs> that does better. So uh, just from that piece of information alone, I... I would avoid Damian Harris. And I feel like with the splitting of carries, he has a limited fantasy point ceiling. And I don't think it's high enough to draft. So I'm going to stay away from Damian Harris. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, It's hard because there's a lot of teams, that a lot of NFL teams that are moving to um, the 50-50 carries with their running backs. So it's difficult when you see that as a fantasy owner that um, you kind of got to pick your guy or maybe try to stay away from that um so i think it's a good idea to stay away from him and then who knows maybe uh new england moves to a little more pass heavy offense this year with mac jones not being a rookie anymore so that could be that could play into that too yeah and so the last person on my list and honestly was the most i think surprising person that i i came up with was dk metcalf wide receiver at seattle um i think one of the main reasons I put him on this list was just the trade of Russell Wilson. I think uh, Russ really helped out DK Metcalf kind of explode into popularity and really a lot of his catches. But he he is a beast. He is really good. Don't get me wrong. But uh, just the new quarterback with both or either Geno Smith or Drew Locke, I think they're too unpredictable. And Geno Smith being... Uh, a seasoned quarterback in the NFL. I He's just not Russell Wilson, and Drew Locke is almost a novice in the NFL, so it's kind of two polar opposites. And they're not going to be, I don't think either of them will be reliable. So I think that's going to slow down DK's um, fantasy points and catches and reception yards significantly. And also uh, another red flag is Tyler Lockett, just in general. He's amazing uh, wide receiver. And so DK and Tyler are kind of battling out for who's going to get the catch. And so it's he's splitting it 50-50 almost. Yeah. Um, so Tyler Lockett, 
just him being there is a red flag. So just, yeah, just stay away from him. I'm going to pass on DK Metcalf. Uh, if he's still there late in the rounds, um, I might pick him up. But just the situation he's in is unfortunate for him and for the all Seattle, Seattle Seahawks fans. So I'm just going to pass on him. Got him. Well, this may not be the most popular opinion. A lot of people like him. He's done well a couple of years, but um, I think it's good. There's plenty of other guys you can get pretty high up um, if you're looking for your top tier receiver. Maybe if Metcalf's sitting there later, maybe you take him, but definitely don't spend one of your higher picks on him. I think it's a good idea. That's it for the fantasy special. Keep an eye out for a regular weekly episode. Thank you all so much. This is The, the Bench. Bench.